Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode and awesome discussion, a conscious and strategic upgrade of how to look at things differently and operate differently in the key areas of our life. Today, I'm diving back into relationships. I've had a lot of questions come my way lately of, Christine, how do I deal with my partner, um, especially my in my relationship or my close relationships in my life where I'm doing all the inner work? It seems like I'm committed to growing. I'm the one that's committed to making things better. I feel like I'm the one that's showing up and I'm having to like carry all the load and they're just non-engaged, right? They're not interested. Maybe they're distant. Maybe they kind of pretend like they're doing the work, but you just don't seem to be making any consistent traction with it, right? And so this question comes up a lot in different forms, right? And I work with a lot of you who are, you know, this is not your first time at the road. You've been in this personal development game, personal growth game, reading books, attending conferences, working with coaches, like you've been doing this for a long time. And with almost all of you, um, not all, but a huge percentage What I see is it's kind of one-sided and really, you know, I know the power, I know the power of what happens. It's like rocket fuel that gets injected into your life when you're in a relationship where both people are really, you know, on the same page under a shared vision, right? Have really both committed to showing up as the best version of themselves, doing the work and contributors to something much greater than themselves. I mean, it is a, it is the thing that's driving me right now, the fuel that is driving this whole mission. It's like the message I want to, you know, yell from the rooftops is like, look, you guys, if you can get this thing inside of your relationship, if you can get this concept, man, does it supercharge everything else in your life. And I do believe that some of you know that you know that in your heart you believe that and yet you're in these circumstances or situations where you feel like you are just living the wrong life right like you're just like what is going on like i i know that i'm created for more inside of my relationship but here i am right and maybe you're even married and you have kids and it's not like you can just get up and walk away you're committed to the relationship, to to being where you are, but you're at a loss. Like how, what on earth do we do here? So I want to share a couple things that I talk about a lot inside of my coaching containers, some different ideas, things that show up that you may or may not be conscious of. And I really invite you to tune inward, really do a self-check-in because it's so funny how many times you're listening to podcasts and I do this too. Oh my goodness, do I do this? We're listening to someone talk and we're totally like, 
oh my gosh, so-and-so needs to hear this or my husband or my wife or my child. And, and while, while we do get filled up and we get inspired and a natural byproduct of that is we want to go and we want to share and we want to pour into others. Often what can happen is we miss the gift, the lesson, the gem that was actually there for us. So before I go any further, I want to really invite you to tune inward, right? And just make a decision right now to open your ears and your heart. Where do you need to get to receive this message right now so that it really begins to work in you, through you, and outward into the relationships in your life? And then, of course, once you really receive it fully and you have already decided to take action, then absolutely share the message, right? Because I do believe once we're filled up and we, we share the message from a place of really receiving, when we share a gift after we've really received it and we really get it, the gift is so much more powerful, right? The share is so much more powerful. So absolutely, you know, share this video, share this message with anyone that it resonates with you and really receive it first. That's kind of just a, a universal law of increase of multiplication is that the more you receive, the more you receive fully, the more you are filled up fully, the more flows out of you naturally, the more natural it is to actually you know, allow other people to experience the shift. Wow, I just said one without even going into it. So I'm going to start with that concept right there. That is a law of increase, a law of multiplication and prosperity, and one that we don't always really embrace or fully get, right? So I'm going to start with that. Um, what I just said is that one of the questions I always ask my clients when they're struggling with actually feeling hurt, feeling seen, feeling like, their partners showing up for them is like, I ask, how good have you been at receiving lately? Like, where are you receiving compliments, help, suggestions, ideas, you know, acts of kindness, acts of service in your life? Like, how's your receivership going, right? And a lot of times when they're struggling <laughs> with receiving, they're actually terrible at it, right? They haven't been practicing. They've just been frustrated that they're not getting what they want. And yet, if they're truly honest, they've been closed off to it, right? They've gotten a little bit hardened, rushing, reactive, angry, maybe resentful. And so they've actually energetically and spiritually shut off that flow, right? And so now they're giving from a place of like, okay, I'm giving from a, a closed off place. So they'll hear a message or they'll get a gift or they'll get receive something. And instead of absorbing it fully and receiving it fully, they just kind of pass it on. Oh, this is for you. This is for you, right? And we don't receive the gift. So pay attention, like where in your life are you doing that? I mean, I know that I can easily fall into that pattern, especially when I start to get ahead of myself, right? I'm, I'm a quick start. I like to get things going really fast. And I can sort of get in this, this frantic pace sometimes where I'm like in my own head, I'm in my own agenda, and I'm not really receiving, slowing down, paying attention, present where I'm at. So I'll get something, I'll grab an idea from a podcast or read something from a book or listen to someone say something or, you know, get a beautiful download and a prayer. And I don't, I right away want to give it away. And sometimes I can even feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit saying, Christine, this is for you. <laughs> this isn't for you to go share yet. This is for you to receive. This is actually a gift, a word, a whisper that I want you to receive, to hold it for a bit, to let it marinate in your mind, in your heart, in your body, 
And then when it's ready, when it's ripe, when it's embodied, let it overflow. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's funny that dance because we can receive something and there's a part of us that's like, yeah, yeah, I got this. But there's also this other part of us that knows like if we actually really receive it, we have to do something with it. Right. Um, and it's easier just to hand it off to someone else. Like, I don't want to have the responsibility to do some of these things that I'm about to share with you right now. So are you really receiving or are you just quickly handing things off? Right. Are you closed off to that? And the natural byproduct of us being filled up is that we naturally give from a full place. So again, if you're someone who's been giving and giving and showing up and like, I'm always the one having to decide where we're going and pick out the fun things, or I'm always the one having to initiate conversation, or I'm always the one doing X, Y, Z, notice there's a lot of doing. I would ask you like, what is the energy that you initiate these actions in because we literally block the flow between the two of us, right? When we give from a closed off place and that places resentment, that places obligation. I talked about this in a previous episode. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but really when we are giving out of obligation, what we're doing is we're giving out of fear, right? Ultimately, like we're pissed. We're probably afraid that if we don't do it, then we're going to have to deal with something later on. And it's just easier if I do it. And so we do it. But we're kind of like, actually, the root of that is, you know, anger or fear, fear of like, if we don't do it, it's not going to work out, it won't get done, you know, fear of God, fear of the other person, fear of our partner, fear of like, what's going to happen to our kids, if we don't do this, what's going to happen with our teams, whatever, right. And so we give but the root is wrong, right, the stem is actually being fed from the wrong place. So we always manifest whatever we initiate from, right? So if you initiate something out of obligation, you always, always create and manifest more obligation in your life, more things that you feel obligated to show up to, more events, more things in your calendar, more of that inside of your schedule, your relationships, whatever energy, state, atmosphere, whatever would you like, you initiate things from, even if it's a compliment, even if it's like a question that you're asking your spouse, your what's in you oozes out of you, right? So check it before you send it, okay? So that's the first thing is really how good are you at receiving things fully before you just pass them on? Are you conscious of that, like allowing yourself to be filled so that you give from a full place, all right? Really check in with that, okay? The second thing I want to talk about here is, you know, being someone who is clear on what you want to create. What kind of relationship dynamic do you actually want to create? Do you long for? Whenever I ask people, my husband and I, we just ran a two-day event and I think there was about 25 people in the room and we talked a lot about clarity. We spent an entire day really supporting these men and two women on getting clear on what they wanted because you know what happens, it's amazing. Most of the time when we ask people, what is it that you want? And now you can play this game with yourself right now is they will give you a list of all of the things that they don't want. Well, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. I don't like this. And they have a whole list and it just keeps stacking. And I cannot tell you the amount of times last week when I said, okay, so what is it? If it's not that, then what is it? And then they would tell me more things that they didn't like about the other partner or about their, how they showed up or whatever. And I would say again, okay, so if it's not that, then what is it that you want? And the amount of people who just sat there in the chair and looked at me and were like, 
I don't actually know how to put that into words. I don't really know how to articulate that. I'm not sure that I've thought about it. Literally, this is what I'm being told, right? And so here we are living in this pocket, this emotional home of frustration or anger or resentment or maybe even just feeling hopeless sometimes. And we haven't really sat down and defined clearly. This is what it gets to look like. This is what I'm created for in relationship. This is the the type of relationship, the dynamic that I'm here to create. And this applies to any of your area of your life, right? Not just relationships. Today, I'm diving into that. But it could be a relationship with your body, relationship with money, relationship with your team, right? Relationship with anything. So what does it get to look like? What does it get to feel like to be in that relationship all the time? What's the emotional home of this new space? Because again, if we have a laundry list of what we what it's not and what we don't want it to be, what happens is we have an idea of what it should look like, which is full of expectation. And then when the outer world doesn't present itself to us like that, then we get pissed off and we go right back to our old emotional home of anger, pissed offness, frustration, resenting the other person and going, see God, doesn't matter how much I pray. It doesn't matter how much I do this. They are never going to fill in the blank, right? And by the way, I've been in this place, even as a parent, as a mother, where I was just like, You know, I want to have a loving, accepting, happy relationship and calm dynamic in our home. This is what I talk a lot about with my clients as well as the atmosphere inside our home. We want a certain atmosphere, but then we are not clear on what it actually looks like. Like what kind of music is playing? What kind of TV shows do we watch? Like what kind of conversations do we engage in? We become mindless really quick because we're 95% automated beings, right? We're just like repeating all these programs that we know that we go right back into the old familiar patterns. And then we live in the old familiar home of maybe chaos or frenzy or just busyness and a lack of presence. And we're like, what's going on? There's that disconnect. So I bring you back to, are you clear on what we want to consciously create inside of our relationships? And are we clear on what that emotional home, that familiar, new familiar feeling is to be? Because the work is really training ourselves to hold the familiar feeling, which is a huge body of work that I do when I work with clients one-on-one or in my group programs is training your nervous system, training your heart, your physical body, your mind, you know, to be able to hold this consistent state. The next piece here. The second thing I'd love to introduce in how to handle this, this relationship dynamics, you know, is really to become someone, you know, that can plant seeds, right? You are, you're looking for a harvest, right? You're looking for the bounty. You're looking for the awesome. And so I would ask you like, how many seeds of whatever it is you want to multiply in your life and your relationship are you actually planting? Practically, tactically, what this looks like is, you know, here's a very basic one I hear all the time. I want more fun. I want more lightness. I want more fun and more lightness in our relationship. We're so serious all the time. All we do is talk about, are we doing this? Are we doing that? We talk about logistical things, kids and money, and that's it. And there's no fun. There's no play. There's no lightness. And so there's a lot of, again, I may, I love this word, this pissed offness that where's the fun? Why isn't my partner bringing the fun? Why are they always so heavy and dense? Like, right. And we get irritated. And so then we try to inject and we're like, okay, I'll make a fun suggestion. And then that gets shut down. And then we're like, see, I'm not going to make any suggestions because they're not going to do it anyway. And so we try to inject a seed, but I want you to hold this vision that you literally have a whole bunch of seeds in your hand, like seeds of fun, seeds of trusting words, seeds of respectful conversation, like seeds of curiosity, right? 
And in the beginning of most relationships, like we really are pouring a lot of these seeds into the relationship, into the soil, because we're just like so excited. We get the rose colored glasses on. We're showing up as our best version of ourselves and we're freely planting seeds. We're not doing it transactionally. Like, okay, well, I'll do one and then you do one and I'll do another and you better do another because if you don't do it, then I'm holding mine back. But a lot of us, after we've been in a relationship for a while, we're, we're gripping tightly to the seeds in our hand and we're not willing to be vulnerable. You know, we try to say one thing and then when it doesn't get received, we just shut down and lock up and get closed off and get pissed off and pull way back. And we keep yo-yoing in this energetic space between two worlds of what we want. And so it feels like we're in this constant tug of war, Right. So the second thing here that I invite you into is to really be someone, because if you are a leader, leader, leaders go first. I say this all the time. Leaders go first. If you are the one who's clear on what you want, I guarantee you the other person has not done that work. So you've got to get clear on what you want the relationship to hold. If it's more fun, if it's more trust, if it's more intimacy, you got to be a cultivator. You've got to be someone that plants those seeds every day right? What is a trusting word? What is one way that you can show that you actually trust the other person or even like articulate what, what you need in order to have trust, right? What does it look like to infuse fun every day? Just a small thing. It could be like listening to a song. It could be laughing. It could be dancing in the kitchen. It could be just bringing a little bit of element of fun or lightness. Like every day we got to be planting seeds, right? And just like literally when we're planting seeds, whether we're growing a vegetable garden, a fruits, whatever, like once you plant the seed, it's not like bing, magical fruit, like the magical beans, they just grow overnight, right? Like they take a little bit of time. <laughs> they take a little bit of nurturing. They take sunlight. They take oxygen, right? They need nutrition and they need to be left alone. They need, we need to let the seed do what the seed does. And I think, you know what? I, I talk a lot about my mom because I really believe she's such a beautiful woman and she is such a, I, I feel like she is a planter of seeds. Everywhere she goes, she's like boom, planting seeds of love in people, right? She'll drop a scripture. She'll drop a kind word. She'll just give this person a compliment and she has zero attachment to them doing anything. She's doing it because she's a planter. She's a seed, you know, a dropper of seeds. And I do believe that the more life force we have, the more we do the work, the more alive our soul is, the more alive our heart and our mind is, and the more we understand what's available, then we are being entrusted with a lot of seeds, right? Your seeds can be your gifts. It can be your time. It can be your money. It can be your words. There's so many things that we can be planting, but whatever we plant, whatever we want, we've got to be planting that. So if you want more respect, you've got to be planting seeds of respect. What does it look like when I'm actually respecting myself and others inside of my household? If there's disrespect, you're not respecting yourself and you're not respecting your partner. A hundred percent, every time, hands down, this one is undeniable. You want more vulnerability. You want more openness. You want more trust. We've got to give opportunities to trust one another. We've got to say, thank you. I trust your decision on this, right? Like whatever it is that you want, you've got to plant seeds of that. Okay, a lot of us want a loving relationships, but we're planting seeds of criticism or dissatisfaction every day. We want financial increase, but we're planting seeds of other, other things. We're not actually putting our money where our, our desires are, our mouth is. We're not putting our heart. We're not putting our words, right? Think about it. What do you want? Have you been bringing it to the relationship? 
is a huge one. And even as, as we're tapping into really leading a life of prosperity and abundance in all areas, is asking ourselves, like, where do we not feel abundant? Where is our outer world not a reflection of abundance? How many seeds have we been planting in that specific area, right? Huge, huge, huge one. When it comes to relationship and when it comes to money, these two things are really, like, closely linked too, right? We hold back. We, like, are gripping on because they give us such, there's so many wounds around security and being abandoned and not having enough. And, you mean, love and money, those are pretty close, right? They, they represent so much to us. So this is where we start to hoard and hold back. And we're afraid to, to give, to give freely, not because we're expecting the other person to give back to us, but because we are living from a state that is full, that is abundant, that is connected to something greater than us. So are you planting seeds and are you giving them time? Patience, my loves is something we get to cultivate. And it's not something that I'd say I've been great at, but I've been working on it and I'm always in the practice of it is just planting seeds and letting them go. You know, I'm right now, you know, I'm building this community, this warriors of the heart mastermind. I really felt strongly in my heart. God is like calling me to do it. I've done so much one-on-one coaching. I love working with people intimately and I will continue to do that. And at the same time, I know I got to build a community if we want to have a, a more of a ripple effect and a message, right? And I've been impatient. Sometimes I'm like, okay, let's go. You gave me the vision. Like, why isn't everyone here? And I got to remember that every podcast I put out, every email I send out, every message is just a seed. And the people will come. The community will grow. The more and more, you know, these hearts are stirred and the message is heard. And I've got to trust that the seed will work. I got the vision. That was step one. I'm planting the seeds. I got to have faith that the seeds will do what the seeds do when they're planted in the right soil. And that is my work is discerning. Am I putting the seeds out into the right spaces, right? Because here's the thing. If we keep pouring all of our gifts, all of our time, all of our energy, all of our money, all of our everything into the wrong soil, it doesn't bear fruit right? And there are some relationships that are just the wrong one. They're the wrong soil. And I'm not going to go to that now. I'm going to go to that later, but I want you to pin that because we're going to come back to that. So the next thing I want to invite you into is if you are truly dealing with environments where, you know, you are just headbutting with people, right? Is this radical acceptance? Most people are not willing to accept each other. Acceptance is one of the, the most common things that's missing in most relationships, in all relationships that are struggling, is that there isn't an acceptance of this person where they are, where he is, where she is, accepting where they are in their spiritual walk, in their, you know, their mindset, you know, work, where they are financially, where they are emotionally, right? They might literally be stuck in an emotional age. If they have a wound that hasn't been dealt with, that hasn't been healed, you will notice that they keep kind of recycling back or acting out. And you're like, I'm dealing with like a 15 year old here. What is going on? You're acting like a child. You might be thinking that. And the answer is yes. Yes, we are. We're dealing with a wounded inner child that got stuck at that emotional age and has not done the work on that wound. So when we realize and we have the awareness and the understanding that maybe this person is just recycling stuck, hasn't done the work to heal this, we don't have to get angry. We don't get frustrated and angry. We can start to exercise compassion and grace and acceptance. And I'll tell you that this is the medicine that really begins to transform things is 
I used to be that woman that would get so frustrated with my partner. I was like, just grow up. Why are you acting like a child? Da, 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 da. Haven't you gotten over this? And like, you need to be doing this and go do this to make yourself feel better. And you're just sitting around. And there was a lot of accusations. There was a lot of expectations. There was a lot of pointing out flaws, right? There was a lot of attacking and blaming and name calling. And I mean, I'm not proud of it at all. But this is the truth. And this is why I'm so adamant about having these conversations, because I used to do this. And, you know, now with the awareness and the, the knowing that I have now, I realize like compassion and acceptance, those were just not things <laughs> that I gave myself. I was not willing to be compassionate with myself. I was very hard, very critical on myself, always telling myself, well, just get your shit together. Just grow up, get over it, move on, go outside, make yourself feel better. Never really held the space to accept the struggle, the pain, the hurt, um, the, you know, the wrestling that I was in. I had to learn how to do this for myself before I could even think about doing it for someone else. So if you're still hitting those walls, of radical impatience and you can't accept someone where they are and you just are frustrated, I would ask you to come back to like, how frustrated are you with yourself right now? Where are you beating yourself up, right? Because the more we can practice this, the more we can give it, the more it's in us, the more it naturally flows out of us. A lack of acceptance for others is always a reflection of a lack of compassion and acceptance for ourselves. And that means all the parts of us, the beautiful parts, the ugly parts, the, the wounded child parts, the really mature, you know, spiritually grown ones. Like there's so many parts of us. Can we love the full range, right? And, and this is something that requires the deep work, the deeper work, and it requires us that we train, we train our mind, our hearts, our body to be able to hold space for the full range, right? For people who are struggling, for people that are crushing it and not judging and not trying to push people along, but just being okay, like truly being okay and loving them where they're at, knowing that in their own time, when they're ready, when they're open and they're pierced, that they will move in the right direction or not. That's what free will is, right? Can I accept the fact that this person, their soul is on a journey and they have free will to opt in and out. And what I can do is love them where they're at. What I can do is accept them where they're at. What I can do is provide them with opportunities and doorways to step into. They are the ones that get to choose to opt in or not, right? Which brings me to the next point. And, you know, there's, there's, Sometimes when I do believe that the, the relationships just have run their course, right? There's certain times, there's certain relationships that have just really brought a lot of awareness to us. And we get to a head point where we realize that we are just not aligned anymore. We do not hold the same values. A huge piece of the work that I do with clients is actually get them to define what their values are as a couple, as individuals, and as a couple. And a lot of times, especially in companies, right, um, friendships, families, whatever, it's important that we have these conversations because a lot of times, most often, we have very different definitions of what our values are. We might say freedom. We might say love. We might say, you know, caring. We take care of each other. And they, those mean completely different things, right? We may want completely different things. We may have completely different visions of our future. And while I do believe that we can get into alignment on our values, it requires that we even have that conversation in the first place. 
I do believe that this is part of two people doing the work to say, okay, let's get on this same page. Let's get under a shared vision. Now we can begin to have these conversations about what matters most to you. What do you value? What is foundational for your life that we get to build everything off of? And what, what do you want in the future? What, what do you see for us? You know, we cannot even have those conversations. Um, like we got to have those conversations. Sorry, we have to have those conversations if we actually want to bring, you know, together under one place. And this is where the powerful rocket fuel comes in is when we can get into alignment on these things. Like, wow, things really start to multiply and amplify right? There are also times where we drop into these conversations. And I know why we avoid them because we're terrified that they're going to be totally misaligned in, in your soul, in your heart. You already know if you are not, by the way, you already know if a friendship, if a staff member, or a team member, a business partnership is just completely wrong right now. I've entered into those agreements. I've stayed in relationships too long that have outlasted their season. I'm not for a divorce, even though I have been divorced, right? I do also know that there are times where we just got to get clear and honest, especially if there's been toxicity, um, abuse, absolutely, that has not been dealt with, that has not been resolved, where there's physical harm, absolutely, we get to remove ourselves in a loving way. Um, you know, we don't have to burn everything down. It doesn't have to be hateful, but we get to get honest and clear about, is this what you're created for? Is this what you actually value? Is this the direction, you know, that you want to go? Because I, I believe personally, you only get one, you only get one chance, you know, to do this right. And I know a lot of people believe in different things, but um, that's another topic for a different day. But if it's this one lifetime, like, how do you want to experience it? Right. And these are, again, these can be really bonding conversations that bring a lot of awareness to the surface, but a lot of us are not having them. And then we're frustrated, Right. And this brings me to the last point is that the, the last thing I want to share in this podcast about how to deal with people who are not moving along or not where you want to be, you'll notice all these things come back to us, right? They always come back to us. It's not about us changing them. It's about us being honest and stopping the hiding. I'm going to do an entire podcast on hiding, but we hide. We hide inside of our relationships. We hide what we want. We hide what we need. We hide what we're afraid of. We hide what we really have been needing and wanting to say. We hide our voice. And then we feel unheard and we don't feel seen and we don't feel whatever. So, you know, this kind of ties into the last thing. But are you someone who is sharing from your heart, not out of your head, not a list of demands and expectations. And this is how it should be. And questions like, why are you doing this? Why are you thinking that? Think about a lot of the conversations we have in relationships. Like how much of the time are you, is your head talking? And it's either demanding, expecting, or going, why? Why are you? Why did you do that? Right? It's a lot of accusations. Uh, accusatory is that a word accusing or finger pointing or demanding and the atmosphere of that is not conducive to bringing people together to bridging that gap but when we can drop into the depths of our heart and we can begin to have deeper heartfelt conversations and be honest about look i'm really craving this inside of a relationship i'm longing for this this is missing for me and we keep it again into like what we, I, me, right? What I need, what I desire, what I'm looking for, what I long for. And also where I'm hurting, right? And then this is part two. It's not just about me, 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 me. But it's like, tell me about you. 
What do you long for? What do you need? What do you want? You know, what's missing for you, right? Where are you hurting? And now we get to see each other instead of assuming a lot of things, um, you know, again, when I, when I coach a lot of couples in the couples coaching and we get in joint sessions, what I hear is a lot of like, they're thinking that they're having a healthy conversation, but what one person is doing is actually telling the other person what they think that they need, what they think that they want, what they think that they, right? Like there's a lot of diagnosing the other person and assuming and telling the other person how they feel and what they think. And nothing shuts down the door of a relationship faster than that. It pisses people off, right? If you've ever been on the receiving end, which I know you have, or someone says to you, you just don't care. You clearly don't care about this. Like you must think this, you want this. It is just like so frustrating because you're like, did I say that? I never said that. And right away, these big, huge, like thick armored walls go up between the two of you. So if I can leave you with one piece of advice, this is also a piece of advice, is never assume or point or tell your partner how they feel, what they want, what they're thinking, share what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you need, and ask them to share with you what's coming out from within their heart. This is where we begin to really move and shift things and break down walls and dissolve atmospheres and bring people together. You know, the canyon doesn't seem to be so big. So again, this is not an exhaustive list, but I wanted to share some things from my heart and again, really a lot of this connect disconnection happens over time because we stop, we stop dreaming together. We stop talking about our heart. We start just sharing, you know, superficial logistical things all the time and talking at each other. We stop bringing the fun. We start expecting the other person to show up the way we want them to instead of loving them for all those things, all those quirks that we were attracted to in the first place, right? We lose a lot of these things that we used to do in the beginning but they were short-lived and it doesn't matter why we did them and why we're not doing them anymore. What matters is what we start embodying and doing today. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this brought some light to the surface, some potent self-reflection. Maybe it stirred some things up and yes, I would love to hear from you guys. Connect with me at the Christine Jewel on Instagram. If you're not already subscribing, make sure you subscribe and follow comment if you're watching this on YouTube, because, you know, the more we engage, the more these messages get spread, right? And that's just how these algorithms work, regardless of what platforms you're listening to. If you subscribe, if you write a review, if you leave a comment, like these things really matter. And week after week, I'm showing up, I'm going to keep planting the seeds. I'm also asking you guys for what I would love to receive. Um, and I need support in spreading this message, spreading this, these, um, this words, right? So wherever you are, whatever platform you're listening to me on, you can be listening on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, at our Warriors of the Heart YouTube channel. Make sure that you engage in some way. Let me know you're here. Let me know you're loving the content. I want to thank you. Thank you for joining me. And as always, if you want to learn how to go deeper into this work, I am opening one private mentorship slot in the month of February. Whatever time you're listening to, I usually do three to five max per quarter. You can follow the link below. There's an application to learn more about that, as well as our Warriors of the Heart uh, Mastermind community. So you guys can follow those links to learn more about how to go deeper in this work, how to build thriving relationships. Lots of good stuff is coming down the pipeline. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being a leader who goes first, for joining in these conversations. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now.
Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.